Watch your altitude, Gelvin. Hold it steady at 900 miles until we pick up the space station components on the scanner. Steady at 900, Kramer. That's Earth headquarters calling. All right, I take it. EHQ to Unity Ship 5. Are you receiving me? Yes, Unity 5 answering you, EHQ. The new interference transmitter is working well. Screening correct. You are covered from normal tracking monitors. Good. Keep checking. We will. And we have just had an intelligence report from JB Australia. Yes? What is it? It reads as follows. Orbiter 2 crashed. No survivors. No more ships taking off in foreseeable future. Message end. Thank you, EHQ. Understood. Captain Bradley appears to have made a promising start. Probably. Yes. But he should have told us who was in Orbiter 2. Obviously, it was the repair squad who were put aboard by Colonel Kent. Quite. But I like to have names. Never mind. The information is useful. I know you were worried uh, that the Warumra people might let the apparent success of Kent's flight go to their heads. There is no danger of that happening now. Nevertheless, I shall keep sweeping with the radar scanner. Of course. That is a standing order. Look, Kramer. The Orbiter X components are coming up on the screen. Yes... Range 2,500. Right. You can call EHQ and order our assembly crews to take off. Very well. Unity 5 calling EHQ. Are you listening? EHQ answering you, Unity 5. You should have six escort ships lined up on the launching platforms. Check. Correct. Ships are ready for takeoff. Go ahead with launching procedure. Repeat, go ahead with launching procedure. Rendezvous is Orbiter X. Thank you, Unity 5. We are going ahead. We shall have 40 men, wasn't it, in the total assembly crew, Gilbin? That is so, Kramer. I shall divide them into teams. Yes. We must work out a program of operations. To begin with, Britain will give us the main outline of the assembly work. I see. One team will be drafted to each section of the space station, and as the sections are completed... They can be welded together under my personal supervision. You mean you are going to remain on the job until it is finished? Yes. I don't think it would be wise to leave Captain Britton in charge. If he is still there, we assume he has survived, but we cannot be sure. Oh, yes. He will be waiting for us with his team. You're very certain. Hello? There's a small mark in the scanner near the bottom of the screen. Do you see it, Kramer? Yes. It's moving towards the components. Now it's fading. Ah, it must be the interference breaking through on the vision channel. Yes, it seems to have cleared. I must check on the circuits. I do that when we arrive. In the meantime, keep watching. I don't anticipate any trouble, Gelbin, but you never know. Orbiter X should be on a bearing TK75QX4. Can you see any signs of it on the screen yet, Bob? Hold on, I'll pan round. Uh, let's have a look. Yes, there are some marks. You can just see them through the interference pad. Now, oh, they're the components, all right, Bob. Whole cluster of them. What's the range? 350. You better start breaking, Chris. Okay, I'll start the inverters. Hold on. Over we go. I'll level off when our tail's pointing towards the target. Right, level up. 
You can start the compressors. Right. We can use the jets as brakes now. You think a nine-tenths burst should do the trick, Bob? Yeah, try it. Okay. And again. I can see the component rockets through the observation windows. Look, there they are. Yes. The predictor boys know how to put a ship on target. I'll just maneuver alongside the big rocket in the middle of the coaster. That is the central workshops, isn't it? Yes, that's the one. Ah, uh, lovely, Chris. You can leave it at that. But we're still about 100 yards away from the thing. I can get you closer. Oh, don't worry. Now oh, we'll step out here. A little trip in our spacesuits will do us good. Certainly. We got all that stuff? Yeah, all checked and ready. Beacon, midget transmitter, deflector set, all correct. Okay. All right, thanks for the ride, Chris. Safe journey back to Woomera. Thanks. Good luck, all of you. I hate leaving you like this, but... Hey! Hey, look at the screen. What? Look, there's something there. Uh, you can just yeah. see it through the interference panel. You're right, Bob. It's something solid. I can't make out what oh, it we're is. We're not, but... not waiting to find out. It could be Kramer. Blimey, let's get going. Into the airlock, quickly. It's closing in. Look sharp, fellows. Open the jets and get away as soon as we're out, Chris. Okay, Bob. And the best of luck. Close helmets and localize your intercom. Uh, okay. You think that thing on the screen was Kramer's ship? I don't know. It was too far off to be able to say. It could well have been. Asher Zero. Open the outer hatch. Now, careful as you use your jet pistols. We must keep clear of one another. Okay? Come on, let's get out. Here we go. Over the edge. There's no time to panic now. Yeah, no time to feel sick either. Remember to keep your legs still. Watch your target. There's the workshop's rocket straight ahead. Why doesn't Chris open his jets and get away? He's afraid of catching us with the blast. He must move. There he goes. The jets are firing. You can probably identify that thing on the screen by now. If it is a unity ship, this will really put the deflectors to the test. Yes. They are better than the unity version. The game's up. Chris will have been spotted. I've lost sight of him now. Watch your target, Mac. They're drifting to your left. Ah. That's better. Only another 50 yards to go now. Kramer can't turn up now. Not when we're so close. I don't think about it. Concentrate all your attention on the rocket. Can see the hatch? It's a point to aim at. Watch your speed. But watch it. If you overshoot, it'll take more time to get back. You're right. More haste, less speed. We're doing fine. One short burst should be enough now. Fire in your own time. Tears a hatch. Grab hold. Now we've made it. Talk about crash landing. Hold on to the handrail while I open the hatch. Right, into the airlock, quickly. All okay? Yes, I'm closing up. Pressure's rising. Thank goodness everything's working. I can't wait to get into the ship and see if 
See if there's anything coming alongside. Yes, it's like waiting for the judge's verdict. Yes. A verdict on the efficiency of the CSB deflectors. Pressure normal. Good. Here we go. Open your helmets. Turn up your intercom receivers. We might pick up something. Well, glad to see the workshop is just as we left it. At least nobody's been aboard here. No, I don't think they have. Now, you two look out to port, and I'll watch through the starboard windows. Uh-huh. All clear this side, Bob. Right. Hickey, turn on the generator and start the air conditioner. All right, okay. We want things to look as normal as possible. Now, I say, come over here, quickly. Why? What is it? A unity ship. Yes, she's closing right in. You can read the number on the bars. Yeah, I can see it. U-5, it's Kramer's ship. Yes, that's right. He's stopping alongside. No signs of his hatch opening. Uh, doesn't seem to be in any hurry to deliver the verdict, does he? No. Whatever it is, we can only wait and see. Hello, Captain Burton. I hope you are listening. Here it comes. Okay, I'll turn on my intercom transmitter. Leave the talking to me. Now, perhaps this is a case where attack is the best defense. Yeah, maybe it is, Bob. Hello, Dr. Kramer. Yes, I'm listening. So you've come back, have you? What's the idea of leaving us stranded out here? Where have you been? Come aboard my ship immediately and no tricks, do you understand? You're the expert in playing tricks. You haven't answered my questions. It is I who will ask the questions. You've had your instructions. Carry them out. I want you here at once because you have quite a lot of explaining to do. Right, Mac. Right, Higgy. Well, this looks like it. Yeah, we must have been spotted. Yes, but we've still got a job to do. And if we cross to his ship, Unity 5, we can at least carry out the first part of it. We can plant the beacon. Yes, and you know, I ought to be the one to do it. Because you two will have to do most of the talking. Yeah, he's got something there, Bob. Yes. While you're trying to explain that we really haven't been away from here at all, and Kramer must have been seeing a mirage... I'll have chance to hide the beacon. Okay, Hickey, here it is. Slip it into your pocket. Thanks, Bob. And don't forget to switch it on when you plant it in Kramer's cabin. Try and hide it somewhere behind the paneling. Okay. Captain Breton, we are waiting for you. I ordered you to come over immediately. Why the delay? Quiet, chaps. I'm switching on my helmet transmitter. Hello, Dr. Kramer. After leaving us in zero gravity so long, you can hardly expect us to move quickly. We've checked our pressure suits. We're preparing to enter the airlock now. Then hurry up. All right, fellas. I've cut the transmitter again. We can talk freely. Grab your jet pistols and we'll cross over. Okay. Uh, one point, Bob. Yes? What shall we do with the portable deflectors? Well, it's as safe here as anywhere. It looks like a standard toolbox. And the units aren't likely to start taking it to pieces. No, I, I suppose not. Right. Close helmets and turn on intercom. And remember, from now on, Kramer will be able to hear us. So be careful what you say. Okay. Right, let's go then. Okay, Bob. Kramer's ship is pretty close. So we probably won't need to use our jet pistols to get across. Hello, Captain Britton. Yes, Kramer. You will not require jet pistols. You will leave them behind in the airlock. Very well. You say, sir. Our pressure zero, Mac. Right. 
The hatch of our airlock is open and ready for you. So I see. Oh, look at the earth down there. The sun's just coming up over the coast of Africa. Never mind Africa, Hickey. Just concentrate on that open hatch. Are you ready? Yes, ready. Then, over we go. All aboard Unity 5. Into the airlock. Close up. Remember the first time we went through this routine, Bob? Yes, I'll say I do. A lot's happened since then. Yes, it has. Pressure normal. Helmets off. Okay, Mac, open the hatch. So, you are here at last. Yes, Kramer. And to begin with, I think you owe us an explanation. What was the idea of leaving us stranded for a week? There was trouble with our interference transmitter. We had to get back to Earth headquarters quickly. You could have told us, couldn't you? We didn't consider it necessary at the time, did we, Gelman? No. We had more urgent matters to think about. I see. Well, what sort of explanations do you expect from me? Can't you guess? No. My dear Britain, you're not really stupid. You know perfectly well what we want to talk to you about. I haven't the least idea. Then why do you think we're here? Look at the vision screen. What do you see? The component rockets of Orbiter X. Well? Well? We want a description of their contents and the method of assembly. Assembly? (laughs) Do you find that amusing, McClelland? Uh, No. Zero G's got me, don't worry. You had better control yourself. Go on, Gilbin. Now then, Britain. If you look at the tracking screen, you will see we are not alone. We are, in fact, being joined by six more Unity ships. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, I see them. They are carrying the assembly crews who will work with you on the space station. At the moment, they are forming up alongside us. When they are in position, you will give us all a general idea of the assembly program. Yes, all right. Now, what we say will be broadcast on restricted transmission to our other ships. So I want you to be brief and to the point. Okay. Um, how many men are there on each assembly crew? Six or seven. And as far as possible, we shall keep them together in teams. Yes, we can do that, all right. But with all these ships of yours so close to the Earth, well, surely they're bound to be seen? I know about your electronic screens, but what about visual observation, Kramer? There is no cause for alarm, Captain Britton. You see, our deflectors serve a dual purpose. To a limited extent, they affect radar reflections, and we use them in conjunction with the interference transmissions. But they also deflect light waves. Ah, so that's it. Yes. The effect is not apparent at close quarters, but I assure you that our ships are quite invisible from the Earth. Here, wait a minute. What about the Orbital X components? When we start moving them around... Won't the people down there see that something's going on? No. The components will be fitted with deflectors, and as they are moved, their present positions will be taken by substitutes made of thin metal foil. Ah, so even when the station's assembled, it won't be seen from the ground? No. Your ground forces will have no idea that it has been assembled. Hello, Unity 5. This is Escort Commander calling Unity 5. The formation is now in position. 
Thank you, escort commander. Stand by for instructions. Right. Captain Britton, you can start by giving us a general picture of Orbiter X as it will look when it's assembled. That's all right. Well, it will take the form of a wheel 200 feet across. Yes. The hub in the middle will be joined to the rim by two spokes. And the inside of the rim, which will be... laboratories, workshops, living accommodation, and so on. The main entrance will be in the hub, of course. Yes, the crew will go in through an airlock in the hub, and lifts will then carry them along inside the spokes and through to the different departments in the rim. I take it there's some provision for artificial gravity... Well, the people who are actually inside the rim will have the full benefit of that, because the whole station will revolve steadily around the hub. Yes, and while we're on the subject of movement, Britain, as the station is set in a near-polar orbit, it will continue to circle the Earth in slightly less than two hours, correct? Yes, that's true. And because the Earth itself is spinning, every part of its surface will be visible from the station every day, yes? Yes, as a matter of fact, our main telescope will be able to pick out objects no more than a foot apart from one another. Which shows just how important a station will be as an observation platform. Its assembly is, in fact, a vital step towards establishing our unity world government. Now, Britain, a preliminary word about the assembly... Well, at the moment, we're more or less in the middle of the cluster of rockets which contain the station components. Mm -hmm. Our job is to open them up, fit them together into the complete unit. And uh, where do we start? Well, as you see, each rocket has a number on it. Mm. Number one, which is alongside us, houses the central workshops. Yeah. We should actually start on numbers two and three, because they make up the central hub of the station. Right. Escort commander, do you understand? Our first two teams will work on the hub. We understand, sir. At the same time, the other teams can work on the next four rockets, which make up the spokes. Good. After the hub and the spokes have been assembled, our entire working force should then concentrate on the next, um, 20 rockets. Right. They're carrying the plastic self-seeding material, which has to be blown up to form the rim of the wheel. Mm -hmm. It's rather like the inner tube of a motor car tire. Yeah, and the tread on the tire is made from the rockets themselves. They form a bumper against meteorites. Mm. Yes, that's right. To complete the picture, the remaining rockets in the cluster are carrying the solar generators, scientific equipment, and most of the gear that's needed for the research center and the space terminal. Excellent. There's just one other point. Yes? The men will travel between the rockets on small transporters, which we call space chariots. I see. But they'll actually steer the components into position with their ordinary jet pistols. Yes, I think that's about all. Thank you. The assembly crews will now leave their ships and report to the central workshops for more detailed instructions. Are there any questions? No, sir. We shall report to workshops immediately. Ah, yes. And don't forget, bring your own oxygen. <laughs> Hello, Hickey. You seem very pleased with yourself, Hicks. Eh? Well, as an ex-petty officer, I'm uh, rather looking forward to getting down to work. You are, are you? Yes, on the assembly teams. Ah, they don't know they've been born yet. <laughs> They're going to work harder and faster than they've ever worked in their lives. That's if you'll give me a free hand with them. What do you say, Dr. Kramer? We seem to have overlooked one of our friend's outstanding qualities. Yes, Hicks. Within reason, you have a free hand. But remember, we shall be watching you. All right. But if you float around too much, I'll have you on the job as well. That's enough. Get into the airlock, all of you, and go back to the workshops. We shall follow. All right, chaps. Into the lock. 
Have you done the job, Hickey? Yes, I planted the beacon. I'm a good man. <laughs> it was a piece of cake. I only hope they'll hear the signals at Woomera. Report from number one landing platform, Colonel Kent. Yes? Captain Knight's coming straight along to the control room. Well, was his mission successful? Well, he told the platform officer he thinks it was. Well, doesn't he know? Apparently, he put Captain Britton and the others off close to Orbiter X, but he had to get away quickly. If anything's gone wrong, Sir Charles, I won't forgive myself for sending those fellows back. No. Perhaps we should have followed a more orthodox line of attack. But if we came out into the open, this man Kramer would certainly be driven to action. Yes, he'd start his campaign right away. What are the latest observatory reports on Orbiter X? Negative, sir. There's no signs of any intruders out there. And yet the interference transmissions are going on? Yes, they are. So these Unity people are obviously screening some monkey business. Sir Charles, if Britain has put the beacon aboard Kramer's ship, and if we're able to track the signals back to the Earth and find the location of the Unity headquarters, what then? Well, the headquarters must be in somebody's country, so officially we should bring the matter to the attention of the United Nations. Ah, dear. And again, Kramer would be in action. He'd be launching missiles on the world before the first debate even started. I rather imagine he would. Well, so what's the answer? Uh, unofficially. We have missiles of our own, of course. Uh, that's what I was thinking. But a small mobile force of experienced troops could be dropped into the headquarters and they might be more effective in destroying the unity organization. You see, they could probably find a list of the members. Members who are working in different parts of the world, perhaps. From Russia to America and the, and the Commonwealth itself. That's true, yes. Carol Kent, the beacon signals are coming through. What? what? Yes, listen. This is magnificent. Yes. Get the direction finders onto them right away. So Captain Britain's really pulled it off. Yes, and he hasn't wasted much time. According to DF, Colonel, the signals are coming from Orbiter X. But there's nothing to be seen out there. That means the unity ships have got visual screens. Yes, and it explains why Captain Knight had to come back fast. He could only just have got to the space station ahead of Kramer. Well, it proves a most important point, Kent. Our deflectors really work. Yes, they do. If they weren't 100% effective, Kramer would have spotted Knight's ship and it wouldn't be back here now. We wouldn't be hearing these signals, oh, either. Right you are. So when our whole fleet is fitted out with them, we really shall be able to go into action. And for the first time, the element of surprise will be on our side. Worried. What's wrong? Uh, plenty. Is anybody else here in the workshop? No, just the three of us. Good. Gelbin has just told me that Kramer and his ship are going to stay put right here until Orbiter X is complete. Oh, no. So the beacon will go on using up its batteries and sending out DF signals that won't get our ground boys anywhere. Oh. By the time Kramer does fly back to his headquarters, batteries will be exhausted. Well, can't we think of some excuse for getting him to go back now? Yeah, there must be something we can do. Well, yes, I think there is. We've got to get the beacon out of Unity 5 and transfer it to one of the other ships. Ah, yes. You see, they seem to take it in turn to go back to their headquarters and collect supplies. Yeah, that's right. I'm almost certain Unity 7 is probably the next one to make the trip. And when it does, 
It's going to take the beacon with it. So I've got to get aboard Kramer's ship and pick it up, right? Yes. Uh, you know where you left it? Yeah, sure. I lodged it behind the paneling in one of the lockers. Good. Can you get it out fairly easily? I don't know. I'll try. Okay, now I'll tell you what we'll do. I want to move fast because Kramer's alone on the ship at the moment. I'll come over with you, Hickey. Uh-huh. We can make the excuse that we want to give him a progress report on Orbiter X. Yes. I'll give him some guff about the way the components are being moved around. Uh, while I'm holding his attention, it's up to you to do your stuff. All right. I'll have a go. Good. But whatever you do, don't let him catch you out. If that happens, you'll cotton on to the whole plan. You might even launch an attack on Woomera. You understand? Yes, I say I do. Can I come with you, Bob? No, I think two of us is enough, Mac. If we all go, Kramer might be suspicious. We don't want to strain his confidence too far. As it is, Hickey and I might just about get away with it. I appreciate your enthusiasm, Captain Britton. But in future, you will make proper arrangements before boarding my ship. Yes, I'm sorry, Dr. Kramer. And come alone next time. Uh, Yes. I only brought Hicks along because he's so much in contact with the assembly teams. Yes, that's right. I'm afraid they're getting a bit careless. Oh? What do you mean? Uh, Well, the the thing is, um, if the components are moved into position too fast, you can't always stop them at the right moment. It's the old business of inertia, you know. Go on. Uh, yes. Uh, well, the, the, the truth is, you see, the, the men have been pushing the stuff around much too fast. And the central hub of the station has taken some very hefty knocks on the spokes before they were locked into position. Was there any damage? Uh, no, not a lot, but if this sort of thing goes on... All right, so... all right. I, I'll speak to the teams myself. Uh, we would appreciate it. Uh, if you could just uh, come over here and... Look at the central monitor now. You'll see two teams bringing a couple of sections of the rim together. You may see the sort of thing that happens. Yes, 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 quite. I understand. Of course, it's... Well, it's pretty uncomfortable working inside pressure suits, you know. I mean, for hours on end. So so I I can't altogether blame the men when they they do misjudge their their speed and distances. Hmm. They are taking things steadily enough at the moment. Yes. Yeah, yes, I- I'm glad to see they are. We'll watch them here. What's happening? Uh, it's all right, don't worry. Hicks, what are you doing at that locker? Uh, the door was open, I just brushed against it. Come away! What have you got in your hands? Here, turn it up. Hickey, what is it? Let me see. Pigeon, stand aside. Now, Hicks, show me what you've got there. What are you getting at, Kramer? Do you think I'm a thief? Now, now, take it easy, Hickey. Get out of the way, Captain Britton. Hicks! I order you to let me see your hands. Now, look here, I don't like being accused. Do as I say. All right. There you are. I've got nothing. Hmm? I hope you're satisfied. I shall examine the locker. Oh, go ahead. If you think there's anything missing, you're wrong. Very well. Everything seems to be there. Of course it is. Now get out! Okay. And you, Britain, you can come back with your report. And come back alone. All right, I'll do that. I better get into the airlock, Hickey. Okay, Bob. You nearly gave me heart failure, chum. Did you get the thing? Yes, but the case sprang open. I had to let it go. It slipped behind the paneling. There isn't a hope of getting it now. No. Anyway, I'm afraid the beacon's probably busted.
Come in. Forgive me bursting in on you like this, Sir Charles, but I got some unpleasant news for you. Oh? Well, what is it, Kent? Well, I'm sorry to say the beacon transmissions have finally stopped. Oh. That's bad. I suppose the batteries have run out. Well, they shouldn't have yet. No, I... I think the gadget must have developed a fault. It could have been knocked. Uh, anything could have happened. You don't think Cromer may have discovered it, do you? No. We would almost certainly have been in serious trouble. Cromer's no fool. If he'd found the beacon, he would very quickly have put two and two together. He'd have realized that we were after him. I've no doubt at all he would have taken violent countermeasures right away. Yes, I'm sure he would. So we can assume that Bob Britton and his chaps are still safe. Yes, I think so. I hope you're right. And assuming you are, all we can do now is to wait until they send the signal that the space station is complete. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You know, things have a habit of going wrong. Mm -hmm. We hope that the beacon will give us the location of a Unity headquarters. But Kramer has obviously stayed with Orbiter X. Now, in the same way, there might be a hold-up in the next part of our plan. We might uh, never get the signal from Bob. So you'd like to fly out to Orbiter X and see what's going on, is that it? Why, uh... Yes. Uh, how did you know? <laughs> I, uh, I do have ideas on my own occasionally, and this one had occurred to me. Well, what did you say? My ship will be perfectly screened by the deflectors, and I shall be able to see exactly what's going on up there. With a bit of luck, I might even manage to shadow one of the Unity ships back to its headquarters. It's a nice idea, Kent, but far too risky. You said yourself that things have a habit of going wrong. And if the Unity spotted you, we really would be in trouble. But, uh, no, we are not sending up any ships until the whole fleet has been fitted out. Not only with deflectors, but with armaments as well. How's the work going, by the way? Well, it should be finished within a week. Well, there you are. After that, we can put a complete task force into space. It could go up, destroy any Unity ships in its way, and take over the station. The trouble is, of course, a plan like this might be disastrous for Bob Britton and his team. Yes, it might well be. But I think we shall be hearing from them fairly soon. Although we can't see anything going on out there, I'm ready to take a bet that the station's almost complete. Well, there must be some very clever camouflage. Yes, and behind that camouflage, Orbiter X is growing. We must give our chaps time to let us know when it's finished, and time for them to get aboard their chariot and cross to Orbiter 1. Then we'll pick them up as arranged, and after that we can get busy on Mr. Kramer. But what if we don't get the signal from Britain? You know, there are times when you depress me, Kent. All right, we'll give him another week. If we haven't heard from him by then, I shall have to seek permission to launch the attack. Well, chaps, what do you think of our space station now? It's more or less complete. I can't say I feel very happy about it, Bob. Neither can I. It's me a funny sort of feeling, standing here quietly in the control room, right inside the rim of Orbiter X. It's a bit lonely, isn't it? Yes, I know. This is going to be quite an occasion when the job was completed. Yes, quite a victory day celebration with worldwide radio and television hookups and ships coming and going with VIPs. Yeah, those that could stand the jump. <laughs> That's true <laughs> enough. Uh, think of the headlines. The completion of Orbiter X. Man's first step to the stars. The Commonwealth Space Station opens its airlocks to the astronauts of the world. I don't think. Uh, still, I suppose we mustn't be depressed. Our boys aren't going to let the Unity people stay here. You can bet your life on that. Uh, sure. Tell me, Bob, 
Why not you going to switch on that pocket transmitter of yours and let the boys at home know that the station's all ready to be taken over? Well, all in good time, Mac. Hold on. Over to X Control, Britain speaking. Hello, Britain. This is Commander Gelvin. Yes, Gelvin. You'll be pleased to know that Dr. Kramer is interested in that little matter we discussed. We shall be moving very shortly. You know what to do? Yes, okay. Thank you. Well, what's that all about? Yes, what have you been talking to Gelbin about, Bob? Oh, I don't worry. It simply means that the time has come for us to get out of here. You've got a chariot standing by outside the station airlock, haven't you? Yeah, and I've worked out the navigation. Orbiter One's course is converging with ours right now. If we can get away on the chariot quickly, the crossing shouldn't be too bad. Ah, oh, that's fine. And But watch this business you've got with Gelbin. I, I don't understand it. Ah, you will. Come on, let's step on the lift and make that daring little trip up the spoke to the central hub. Come on. Well, here we go, then. Uh, all aboard for the tunnel of love. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I must say, this would be a riot at Blackpool. <laughs> you feel as if you're falling, don't you? Yeah, that's because the artificial gravity decreases as we move further away from the rim. When we arrive at the hub, we'll be weightless again. So switch on your magnet. Okay. Right, chaps. Prepare to get into the airlock. Now, have you got everything you need? Uh, no, not quite, no. I hid the deflector set away with some stores here. Now, it must be somewhere around. See. You got it? Ah, yes. Good. Now, you know what to do? You board the chariot and start collecting some of the debris left over from the assembly work. The unitists will think you're doing your normal job, but all the time you'll be moving further away. Then, when you think it's safe, you switch on the deflector and head out for Orbiter 1 as fast as you can. Yeah, but what about the signal getting back to Womera? Ah, don't you worry. I'll see to that, all right. But you're talking as if you weren't coming with us. As a matter of fact, chaps, I'm not. What? You serious, Bob? Absolutely. You see, I've got... Listen. Kramer and Gelbin are coming up in the other lift. I've got to talk fast. I must get my transmitter onto their ship. When I do, it'll act as another beacon. And Woomera should be able to locate Unity headquarters at last. And how the dickens are you going to get it aboard the ship? At any moment, Kramer and Kelvin might be leaving for their headquarters. They are. They're leaving right now. And believe it or not, Mac, they've agreed to take me with them. What? Okay, don't forget to take the deflector box with you. You'll need it to screen the chariot. Okay, Bob. What are McLaren and Hicks doing here, Britain? There is no question of them coming with us. No, of course not, Kramer. They've... They've got some work to do outside. Oh, and what precisely is this work, Hicks? Ah, well, there's a lot of stuff left over from the assembly job. You know, bits and pieces floating all over the place. We're just going to trot around with one of the chariots and pick them all up. Very well. And after that, you will report to Captain Holst for further instructions. He will be in charge while we are away. And I may add, he will be keeping an eye on you. Ah, protection, eh? Yes, what about that, Kramer? I take it you're leaving some guard ships with Orbiter X? Yes. One ship will remain here on duty. The remainder will return with us to headquarters to collect cargo. What sort of cargo? Armaments and equipment for the station. And as Captain Britton knows its construction so well, I agree that he should help us with the selection of the gear. Now open the airlock. In you go. If you men are going to the space chariots, you'd better come too. Okay. We're leaving now, are we, Gavin? Yes, Britain. We're crossing to our ship right away. Close your helmets and shut the inner hatch. Okay. 
Check helmet intercom, Gilbin. Right. All correct. Everything okay, fellas? Yeah. Okay, Bob. Now, open the air valve. Oh, I see you are taking a box with you, Hicks. What's inside it, may I ask? Sandwiches. What? Tools, of course. You never catch me riding a chariot without them. We must look into that. What's that? The chariots should be more reliable. Ah, yes, yes, of course they should. Still, they were only meant for pottering around on. Quite. Pressure zero. Open the outer hatch, Britain. Right. How's the interference, Devil Brown? Just the sign, sir. And still nothing on the special sound channel? No, not a thing. Any news, anybody? Oh, it's you, Captain Knight. Yes, sir. No, I'm afraid there's nothing to report. That ship of yours must just about be taking root out there on the launching platform. Yes, it has been ready for takeoff for rather a long time. In fact, the, <laughs> the ground staff are talking about planting a few creepers around it. <laughs> yes, well, uh, do you think we shall ever get the call-up signal from Bob, Colonel Kent? Well, I think so, but the minister seems to have given up hope. He's actually gone into Canberra to discuss a new plan of action. Or something big, do you mean? Yes. You see, the whole fleet is now fitted out with arms and deflectors, and it could give a pretty good account of itself. Yes, I'll say it could. And with the new radio equipment, our transmitters can be heard over the interference without the unitists being any the wiser. So the element of surprise would be completely on our side. Colonel Kent, listen. There's something coming through on the special channel. Huh? By George, yes, at last. The signal we've been waiting for. Brown, make sure the direction finders get onto it right away. Okay, Colonel. Hello, DF. Check transmission on special channel, please. Urgent. So this is Bob's signal. Yes, and you know what it means? Orbiter X is complete and the boys are crossing over to Orbiter 1. Can I have permission to take off and pick them up, sir? Just a moment. We'll check the origin first. Direction finders say the transmission is definitely coming from Orbiter X, sir. Good. You can get down to the launching platform, Captain Knight. Thank you. I'm on my way. Hold it. One second, Chris. Why? What's wrong? The transmitter sending this signal is moving. Well, so is Orbiter X. Yes, but it's moving away from Orbiter X. What? DF are feeding a tracking chart through to us now, sir. Look, it's coming up on the central monitor. Yes, I see. What do you make of it, sir? Well, I think I know what's happened. Yes. Bob must have realized that the original beacon he put onto Kramer's ship had packed up. So he's replaced it with the pocket transmitter. Then we're actually watching the track of Kramer's ship right now. Yes. You mean we can follow it right down to his HQ and find exactly where the location is? Yes, the whole situation has suddenly turned in our favor. Brown, get a line to Canberra for me straight away. I must tell the minister about this before he goes into his conference. Right, sir. Captain Knight, you're in business after all. Go ahead and take off for Orbiter 1. The sooner you bring those boys back here, the better. And don't forget to keep in constant radio touch on the special channel. I want to know exactly what's happening all the time. Well, we're clear of the space station, Hickey, old boy. If my navigation's right, we ought to pick up Orbiter 1 on bearing... ZN-74 TK-5. Yes. Anyway, concentrate your radar sweep in that area. Okay, Mac, but the interference is all over the screen. We won't be able to see anything much until we're practically on top uh, of it. Can't be helped. 
We'll just keep to our course. Hope for the best. <laughs> this reminds me of the time we used a chariot to get the ball over to two. <laughs> Bob was with us then. Yes, I remember. You said it was a pity we couldn't have a picture of ourselves. <laughs> Three little men in spacesuits uh, sitting on a sort of flying car chassis with a couple of tiddly little jets stuck on the back. <laughs> and now there's only two little men. Ah, well, we haven't finished with Kramer yet. We haven't started, you wait. If Bob's plan works and CSP finds Unity headquarters, my bet is Kramer's had it. Yes, and I reckon you're right. And if we can get back to Woomer and tell Colonel Kent that there's only one guard ship on duty of on Orbiter X, the CSP fleet can come out and take it over <laughs> without too much trouble. It should be a piece of cake. I don't think that Unity fellow, uh, what's his name, Captain Holtz, can be a very bright spark. Well, we gave him the slip, all right. And I suppose he didn't have a chance of tracking us when we turned on the deflector set. Uh, he's probably written us off as uh, lost in space. <laughs> I don't suppose he's going into mourning. Hey, I'll us. say, look, Mac, there's something on the screen. Look, oh, yeah. a couple of blips. You can just see them between the interference ripples. Oh, yeah, They're moving yeah. towards one another. Yes, uh, I see them. Yeah. Yep. Orbiter one in the relief ship. It, they can't be anything else. Open the jets, Hickey. Right. Give them full boost. There's no speed limit here, my boy. Hello, CSP. This is Orbiter three calling CSP Woomera. Are you receiving me? Come in, please. CSP answering you, Orbiter 3. Yes, we are receiving you. Your new transmitter is loud and clear. Good. Colonel Kent, I've reached the rendezvous and two men aboard a space chariot are coming alongside my airlock. Only two? Yes, I haven't been able to identify them yet. They've now entered the lock. They'll be through into the cabin in a moment. Stand by, please. Standing by. Keep your transmitter switched on. Right, sir, I will. Here they come. It's it's Mac and and Hickey. Welcome aboard, fellows. Chris, hello. <laughs> good to see you, sir. <laughs> it's good to see you. Colonel Kent's listening on the radio. Hello, Mac. Hello, Hickey. Once again, welcome aboard. Thank you, sir. I didn't expect to hear you. Thank you, sir. It's great to be here. What's happened to Bob? He's aboard Kramer's ship. He's what? I say, is it quite safe to talk on the radio? I mean, can't the unitists hear us? No, 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 don't worry. We've got a new system of transmission. I don't understand the technical details, but it works on the same principle as the pocket transmitter that's Bob using. Ah, oh, so you know all about that. Yes. You see, the, the DF boys at Woomera are getting his signal all right, but uh, we never guessed he was on the transmitting end himself. <laughs> Why didn't he come with you? I'm afraid it wasn't possible. He knew the ship would get underway as soon as he went aboard. Uh, Colonel Kent, I want you to know that Bob knew what the consequences might be for himself. But that didn't stop him going ahead. Just what I would have expected of him, Mac. A very fine action, and it looks like succeeding. Our direction finders are following the ship down into the atmosphere now. It's made one complete circuit of the Earth, and if it follows its present course, it will land uh, somewhere in South America. South America. I'd be wondered if the headquarters might be there after we took off in Kramer's moonship. We hope to be able to pinpoint the HQ quite soon. That's marvelous. Matt, we take it that Orbiter X is completely assembled. Is that right? Yes, I should have told you. There's only one guard ship with it, sir. 
And if you can send up a task force quickly, this is the time to take it over. Thank you. That is most important information. Is there anything else you have to report immediately? Well, I've an idea that would involve Captain Knight. I, I don't know how you feel about this, Chris. What is it, Mac? Well, although we don't know where the Unity headquarters are just yet, Hickey and I have been there, and we know the layout pretty well. Yes, we do, and I think I know what you're going to say, Mac. Once CSP tell us the exact location, I was wondering if Chris would land us somewhere in the area. Yes, that's it. The country is mountainous. We could probably touch down within ten miles of the HQ without being spotted. Exactly. And you and I could then make our way to the headquarters and get in through the back door. Do you remember how Kramer brought us out through those tunnels? Yes, of course. We're going by the same route. And with a bit of luck, we'd find Bob and bring him back to the ship. What do you say, Chris? Well, I'm for it, but there is one point. After we land, I'll come to the headquarters with you. Colonel Kent, did you hear all that? Yes. And I may say that our conversation is being piped through the camera where a special committee is also listening. I am consulting the minister now. Oh, I'd have put on my telephone voice if I'd known. Oh, I hope I haven't mucked up our chances. No, no, it's a great idea, Mac. And after we've landed, we can use the rotorcycles. Motorcycles? No, you clot. Rotorcycles. Oh, yes, yes. You know, the one-man helicopter. Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple on board. They're part of the new issue to all ships now in case of emergency landings in out-of-the-way places. Well, there you are. That's just the job. Hello, Orbiter 3. Mac, your suggestion has been accepted. Thank you, sir. Good old. But you will check with me before landing. And Captain Knight must remain with the ship. Is that clear? As you say, sir. Very well. Our direction finders indicate that Kramer's ship is now preparing to land. I will give you its position and the course you must follow. Stand by. seem very interested in our destination, Captain Britton. Obviously. I guess that your headquarters might be in South America, but I, I still can't see exactly where you're heading. We are heading towards the small republic of Kazala. Kazala? Oh, so that's it. Yes. When I founded the Unity Organization, I realized that I should have to establish my headquarters in a small country whose government would be prepared to cooperate with me. I approached the president of Kazala and explained the position. Weren't you taking rather a chance? No. I knew my man and I knew he valued his life. Also, he was interested in the fact that power no longer depends on the size of a country's population. With the help of science, a small country can lead the whole world. Check your safety straps. I am about to open the retrojets for the touchdown. Good. We are over Kazala now, Britain. As you see, it's almost entirely mountains and jungle. Yes. Perfect camouflage for the Unity headquarters. The headquarters are immediately below us. You can see the landing zone. DHQ calling Unity 5. You are now on the approach beam. We are taking over your controls for landing. Thank you, DHQ. Over to you. The landing routine is now carried out entirely from the ground. 
I can't see much down there. No. The headquarters are mostly below ground. Only a few buildings are visible from the air. They're well camouflaged. We have no wish to draw attention to ourselves. What about the local population? There were a few Indians there, but they had been moved away. Prepare for touchdown! go into the information room. Ah, Dr. Kramer, Commander Gerpin. I am glad to see you back at last. In you go, Britain. And you have Captain Britain with you. Yes. Still here, I see, Dr. Ravel. Of course. As you know, Britain has been of some help to us. He may join the organization, subject to test, of course. Oh, I see. Have you been in touch with Moonbase? Yes, all is well. But all is not well at the headquarters of the Commonwealth Space Project. What's happened? It looks as if Captain Bradley has defected. What? The contact warned us about him in the last signal from Australia. He said that he would call back with more information, but we've heard nothing. I've had a monitoring service working for the past 24 hours, but there's still no word. I'm afraid the contact may have been picked up by the Australian security people. Uh, here, what do you mean by... Bradley defecting. Where is he? Don't ask too many questions, Britain. It might be unwise at this stage. Hello? Information room? This is the senior maintenance officer. Is uh, Dr. Kramer there? Yes, I am. I am speaking from your ship on the landing platform, sir. We have this moment discovered an unusual piece of electronic equipment inside a locker in the control cabin. Well, what is it? difficult to say until we have examined it in detail. It seems to be some sort of radio set, but we cannot measure any transmissions from it. Perhaps, sir, you could tell me what this thing is. Hmm, this seems extraordinary, Gilbin. Did we have any experimental gear on board? No, nothing like that. There must be some mistake. Nevertheless, we must check. Hello, maintenance? Yes, sir. We will come over and check this equipment right away. Come along, Gilbin. And you, Britain... You will stay right here until we return. CFP, Boomerah calling Orbiter 3. Orbiter 3 answering you, CSP. Listen carefully. Our direction finders have now tracked the beacon transmission to Earth. Kramer's ship has landed in the small South American Republic of Kazala. The bearings of his HQ from your position are QJ54TX9. Repeat, please. QJ54TX9. Mark that on the chart, Mac. Okay. You will see from the chart that the location is well concealed by the natural contours of the country. Yes, it is, too. Yes, there seem to be mountain ranges all around it. I suggest that you land in the region of Mount Cassis. Will you check that, please? Mount Cassis. Uh, yes, I've got it. About 18 miles southeast of Unity Headquarters. Can you make a landing on the flat ground to the north, Chris? Mm, I should think so. According to the chart, sir, it looks pretty deserted. Good. Now, listen... When you reach the headquarters, your first consideration will be for Captain Britain. 
Next, you will obtain such information as you can about the unity organization. If possible, get a list of members. Finally, you will carry out sabotage to the best of your ability. Understood, sir. Right. Go in and land. Good luck, Officer 3. <laughs> Bob, tell me, have you any idea what it is they have discovered on a ship? Yes. Yes, I know only too well. Why, what do you mean? What is it? Greta, I'm afraid I'm in trouble. You helped me the last time I was here with Mac and Hickey. I shouldn't have done it, but I couldn't help remembering our student days. <laughs> you never noticed me very much, but I never forgot you, Bob. And I'm not going to forget you. That's why I'll tell you about this thing they found on the ship. It's a radio transmitter. What? Yes, I used it as a radio beacon. My people at CSP will have been listening for it, and they'll have tracked it right here. But the interference... It makes no difference. The transmissions bypass it. Unity's finished, Greta. You must get away before it's too late. Oh, you don't know what you're saying. Yes, I know very well what I'm saying. There's a good possibility that these headquarters will be blown sky high. You must go while you can. You really are serious, aren't you? Yes, I am. And what if I tell Kramer what you just told me? <laughs> It doesn't matter. As soon as he sees the transmitter, he won't need to be told what's happened. He'll know. And do you know the penalty you'll pay for this? I've got a pretty good idea. You're very calm about it. Well, there's not much I can do. I can't get away. Oh, you stupid idiot. You've no excuse for this. No, none at all. Oh, then why did you... There he is, the treacherous dog! What have you got to say for yourself, Britain? What about? You know perfectly well. Who gave you the transmitter? I have nothing to say. Leave him to me, Kramer. I know how to deal with traitors. Traitors? I've never become a member of your foul organization. That's enough. One moment, Gelbin. Captain Britton, you have tried to play a double game. But as far as you are concerned, it is all over. I fully realize that. I, I thought you might. So I want you to know the full measure of your achievement as it affects your friends in the Commonwealth Space Project. You see... You have not only tricked us, but them as well, because you have brought about their total annihilation. What the blazes do you mean? You know quite well that all my plans are aimed at a unity world government. Nothing can stand in my way. Gelbin, go ahead and mobilize the attack. Right, Kramer. Hello, defense section. This is Deputy Leader Gelbin. I have orders for immediate mobilization of ballistic missiles. Prepare for launchings. Call up atomic detonators. See that the warheads are fitted with all speed. Your first target will be Womerath. And, Gelbin, the battery must be firing within 15 minutes. It will be. I hope you're satisfied, Britain. You can't do this. You must countermand those orders. He is right, Dr. Kramer. Ravel, I advise you to be careful what you say. Dr. Kramer, I have just been handed a signal which might give Captain Britain some cause for reflection with regard to his own immediate future. Yes? It actually comes from our commander on Orbiter X. Here it is. McClelland and Hicks lost in space, presumed dead. Well, well. Presumably they were involved in your treachery, Britain. This is their just reward. Now it's for us to see that you receive equal justice. Gilbin, have him taken away. 
getting too dark to see very much now, Mac. But that's the headquarters, all right. Like an enormous stadium cut into the mountains. And there seems to be something going on way over on the far side. There's a whole gang of people working under those lights, but I don't know what they're up to. Uh, whatever it is, it leaves the coast clear for us. We better dump the motorcycles here. Uh, Hide them between the rocks. That's it. Now, if we skirt round the foot of the cliffs, we ought to come to that small entrance. The one Kramer brought us out of when we went on the moon trip. Yes, that's right. Now, let's get going. Before we do, I'll just put through a radio call to Chris Knight. Do you think it's safe to use the intercom, Mac? Yeah, he told us it's a new type that can be picked up on the unity receivers. And with the poor chap sitting and waiting for us in the ship, about 20 miles away from all the fun, at least we can do is to keep him in the picture. Yeah, this is your idea of fun, is it? Why did I leave the Navy? Okay, go on, have a word with him. I'll mm-hmm. keep lookout. Right, here we go. Hello, this is McClellan calling Orbiter 3. Chris, are you listening? Hello, Mac. Yes, I'll say I'm listening. Is everything okay? Yes, we've reached Unity headquarters. We're outside at the moment. The problem is to get into the admin and control departments. We could take a chance and go through the hangar. It's a big cave about twice the size of St. Paul's. But we're going to look for a little side entrance we used before. That would be safer. I hope you find it all right. Now listen, I've just had a call from Colonel Kent in Woomera. He says the DF signals from Bob's transmitter have stopped. Stopped? Yes. He thinks the transmitter may have been found. Bob will be in trouble if it has. Exactly. There's one other thing the colonel told me. No? The big job is due to start in about ten minutes. Okay. I understand. Thanks, Chris. Be seeing you. Uh, you know what he means by the big job, Hickey? Yes, the attack on Orbiter X, I suppose. I only hope our boys can take over in one piece. Uh-huh. Anyway, our big job is to find Bob. We'll start moving along the cliff. That entrance can't be far away. Ah, I've an idea it's pretty close. we better be careful when we get round that next bend. Yeah, go steady. Hey, Mac, I believe those people over by the lights are working on some sort of launching ramp. Yeah, I think you're right. Now listen, there's a door opening. Yeah, and it's the one we're looking for. Ah, shh, somebody's coming. Couple of guards, eh? Mm, come on, we're in luck. Through the door quickly, and with a bit more luck, we'll give Mr. Kramer the surprise of his life. In we go. are a bit of a maze. But uh, isn't that the old glasshouse department straight ahead? Yeah, and if Bob has come unstuck, this is where we might find him. If he's not here, we'll make our way up to Kramer's office. Look out. Who's that at the end of the corridor? It's Greater Ravel. She's looking into the cells. Ah, so that's her. Yeah, she helped Bob and me out the last time we were here. He might help us again. Yes, that's an idea. Gonna take a chance, Hickey. Oh, here she comes. Hello, Dr. Rebecca. Do you remember me? Oh, Captain McClelland. I can't believe it. And and this man with you? Flight Engineer Hicks. But Kramer had a message from Orbiter X. They said you were lost. Yeah, that's what we meant them to think. But we're here, all right. 
how, how did you get here? I'll tell you about that later. Who were you looking for, Greta? I, uh, I was looking for Bob. Oh, he is down here, is he? Yes, but I don't know which Matt, time. Matt, you found him. What? Right here. I look through the peephole in this door. There he is. There's something wrong. Yeah, it's hurt. Quickly, open up. Uh, it's locked. All right, I have a pass key. Give it to me. In you go. Bob, wake up. Uh, it, it's Mac. What? Oh, who is that? It's Mac. Mac? Yeah, uh, Hick is here too. Oh. What happened to you? I, I, I had a bit of a tussle with the guards, but uh, how did you get here? We got away from Orbiter X just as we planned. Chris Knight picked us up. And your transmitter told us where you were. Oh, so it worked. Yeah, yeah. Chris flew us to within 20 miles of HQ, yeah? and we finished the journey by rotorcycle. Oh. He's waiting for us to take you back to the ship now. If Kramer knew this, he'd go mad. Yeah, I'm sure he would. What are you doing here? My head's, my head's clearing. Here's what I remember. Kram is going to start his attack. What? He, he's preparing to launch missiles against Woomera. That's only to be the first target. He must be stopped. Greta, do you know about this? Yes. Then why didn't you tell us before? Because there's nothing you can do. We'll see about that. We must go up to the control room. Kramer and Galvin are sure to be there. Kramer is, but Galvin is out on the launching platform. Now, listen to me. I've got all this worked out. You see, Kramer was always determined that if ever he was forced to leave this place, it would never fall into anybody else's hands. Go on. So he built demolition charges into the walls of the hangar and the generating hall. Uh, what? They can be set off by a master switch, and I know where it is. You do? This is the answer. By cutting the power, I can make the machinery on the launching platform useless. And there need be no loss of life because the alarm bells will ring a minute before the charges explode. Well, that's all right, but... Surely when the staff hear the alarm, they'll know what's happened and turn off the switch. No, apart from myself, only Kramer and Galbin know where to find it. And Galbin could never reach it in time from the platform. What about Kramer? Yeah. Couldn't he get to it from the control room? Yeah, I think he could. Okay, then we'll see that he doesn't. Now, where is this master switch, Goethe? Out in the hangar. I'd like you to go with her, Mac. I'll take Hickey with me. All right. Where shall we meet after the balloon goes up? Now, uh, what about the entrance we came in by just now? Yeah, yeah. Do you know the small entrance in the cliff, Greater? Yes, I know it. Will it still be there after the explosion? Yes. Right, then. That's our meeting point. I don't know how long we've got before the unity attack starts, but we'd better get going. Okay. All right, let's start. I've just remembered, Bob. Colonel Kent asked if we could get a list of the members of unity if it was humanly possible. Uh, what about that, Greater? Can you help? Yes, you... You'll find a list in Kramer's office next to the control room. Ah, oh, that's fine. We might just manage to get hold of it before the alarm goes. Is it all clear in the corridor, Hickey? Just a sec. It's all clear. Good. Off we go. You turn to the right, Bob. Captain McClellan, I'll go to the left. Okay. We'll see you both later. Good luck. And thank you, Greta. Good luck, Bob. Come along, Mac, this way. Quickly. You're really doing this for Bob, aren't you, Greta? I suppose I am in a way, but during the past months I've learned a great deal about unity that I didn't know before. It beats me how you ever fell for it in the first place. No, you wouldn't understand. You grew up in a very different world from mine. 
To me, unity seemed to be the answer to everything. Now I've discovered the truth. Well, what are you going to do with yourself when you get away from here? Oh, I haven't thought about it. Perhaps I won't get away. Ah, uh, you will. We'll see to it. Now, quietly. Here's the safety door to the hangar. You better keep back when I open it, in case you run into somebody on the other side. Okay. All clear. You can come through. That door ought to keep back the blast of the explosion. Oh, I say. It looks as if the whole Unity fleet is in here. Yes, except for one ship on duty at Orbiter X and one outside on the launch platform. Yeah, it was getting dark when we came in. I, I didn't see it. Oh, it's of no importance. It's Kramer's ship, U-5, and it was going to be rearmed with some new weapons when the trouble started. So when this lot goes up, Kramer's as good as finished. Yes, I certainly hope so. Now for the switch. Where is it? Behind this panel. There. Do you see? Yes, I see. Uh-huh. Uh, this is where you can leave the rest to me. I'm not going to turn this switch until I see you safely out through the main entrance. But why? There's no immediate danger. We'll have a whole minute to get away. You never know. Don't argue now. Off you go. Run for it. <laughs> Control calling launching platform. Hello, Gelvin. I'm checking the projected course on the computer. Is the first missile lined up? Yes, Kramer. We are about to fit the detonator. Good. As soon as you can spare them in, I want all ships prepared for takeoff. It's the alarm. What's happened? It must be a fault in the wiring. But you should go to the hangar and check the emergency switch right away. You don't have to give me instructions. Here you are, Kramer. I give the instructions now. Prison. Hicks. It's not true. Ah, it's true enough. Let me get out of here. It's a matter of life and death. I told you to stay where you are. But this alarm means... We know what it may... means. The better part of your headquarters is going up in smoke any moment now. Kramer, you must get out. Do you hear me? We've been betrayed. Yes, and I know who's behind it. I shall be on the U-5 launching platform if you can get there. Hurry let me get past. Oh, no, you don't get past. Gelvin, there's no hope. We are destroyed. Yes, it's nearly over for both of you. You hear that, Gelvin? Unity's finished. The alarm stopped. have gone. I thought the whole roof was coming in. <coughs> Turn on your torch. <coughs> okay. Quickly. Come on. <coughs> it won't work. Bang it. That's oh, better now. We lost Kramer. Look, the, the door must have been blown open. He, he mustn't get away. Just go after him. Right. <coughs> You've got that list of names from Kramer's office, haven't you? Yeah, sure. Well, he said something... <coughs> Keep going. Can't see through the smoke. Uh, follow the wall. Uh, we'll, we'll never find him in this fog. No. But the best we can hope for. Still up before we're choked. <laughs> we must move faster. Come on. Hello, Orbiter 3. Chris, can you hear me? This is Mac. Yes, 
I can hear you, Mac. Tell me, for Pete's sake, what's going on? I can see a blaze in the sky, and there was a noise like thunder. That was the hangar going up. The fuel tanks are burning now. Most of the unity fleet is finished. There's only one ship left on a platform a few hundred yards from where I'm standing. But the smoke's blinding. I can't see very far. Have you found Bob? Yes, he's with Hickey. I'm waiting for them to join me outside the entrance I've told you about before. Just get on to Woomera and tell them the news. You can tell them that unit is finished. I'll call you back. 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 Oh, oh, this wonderful. Yes, this way. Uh, so there you are, Max. Thank goodness for that. Oh, am I glad to see you. Are you all right? Yeah. How are you two? Yeah, we're okay. Yeah, a bit smoke dried, that's all. You and your lady partner certainly started something. Where is she, Mac? I don't know. I sent her out of the hangar before I set off the charges. Haven't seen her since. Now, what about Kramer? We lost him, too. Gelbin spoke to him on the intercom and said he'd see him on the U-5 launching platform. Uh, that's where the ship is. Do you know the direction? Oh, I've only a rough idea. Oh, never mind. They're obviously planning a getaway. We've got to stop them if we can. There they are. Oh, that's it. It's great. Yes, it is. Come on. I reckon we'll be too late to help her, Bob. Yeah, I'm afraid so. She had an idea she wouldn't get away. She told me. Uh, look, I, I believe I can see her. Look, among those rocks. Yes, you're right. Come on. I, looks as if she's had it, Bob. Yes. Greta, what happened? Bob, I, I thought they tried to get through the ship. I waited here. Then I saw them. Gelbin and Kramer? Yes. Gelbin was too quick for me. He, oh, he had the gun. They'll be aboard by now. But they can't do any more harm. I'll go after them. Stay where you are, Hickey. Can't see a thing through the smoke. If they are aboard... Oh, they're aboard, all right. They're taking off. Look, you can see the jets. Their ship's lifting. Ah, oh, sir. They've made it. Yes, we're too late. Do you think we can get... Greater back to Arbiter 3, Bob. We don't have to. Oh, you mean she's... Yes. Afraid she is. She was a strange woman. She justified herself in the end. A lot of people would be very grateful to her if they knew. Well, we are. I'll say we are. Yes, we are quite a lot. Oh, come on. Show me where those rotorcycles are. We'd better join Chris Knight. Oh, I promised I'd call him back. Okay, but make it brief. All right. Hello, Arbiter 3. Hello. Are you there, Chris? Mac, I was looking at my monitor and I'm sure I saw a ship taking... Yes, you did, Chris. It was Kramer and Delvin. So they've got away. Yes, we're coming back to you now. Bob and Hickey are here. Hello, Chris. Bob, it's wonderful to hear you again. Congratulations on a terrific job. You're congratulating the wrong one, old boy. But thanks all the same. Now listen, all of you. I've just had some good news from Colonel Kent. He's waiting to give you a big welcome. Everything at his end worked out perfectly. And he's looking forward to seeing you all aboard Orbiter X. He's there. That's great. Okay, Chris. You can tell him we're on our way.
This is Orbiter X Control Room calling CSP Woomera. CSP answering you, Orbiter X. Brown, will you tell the minister that Captain Britton and his team are coming aboard the station now? Judging by their radio reports, the unity organization is as good as finished. The Kramer may still try to pull one out of the bag, so keep checking. Right, sir. Hello, my Kent. dear fellows. Uh, good uh, to see you, Mac. Come right in. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, home home sweet you. home, eh? Welcome <laughs> to the control room of Orbiter X. Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, Hickey, first of all, you'd better give Colonel Kent that list of Unity members. Ah, yes, yes, of course, sir. Oh, here it is, sir. Excellent, excellent. This uh, should make interesting reading, especially for the minister. <laughs> How is Sir Charles? Like a dog with two tails. All the Commonwealth Prime Ministers have been sending in messages of congratulation, and many of the heads of other governments, too. Oh, God. The space station has given our prestige a tremendous boost already. Oh, it's marvellous. CSP Wormerak calling Orbiter X. CSP to Orbiter X. Come in, please. Well, if it isn't old Brownie. <laughs> Hello, CSP. Orbiter X answering you. Just a check call, Colonel. There have been no fresh sightings. Thank you. Fresh sightings? He was referring to Kramer's ship, U-5. I didn't worry you about it earlier, but we've seen it. You have, eh? Yes, it's passed pretty close to us, and we thought it was going to attack, but nothing happened, and it pulled clear. Oh, I should have thought of that if headed straight for their moon base. No, they must realize that that wouldn't be safe. We could wipe it out with screen missiles any time we like. Exactly. I'm quite sure that Kramer made a serious effort to destroy this space station. That's why I ordered Orbiter 3 to remain alongside as a guard ship. I've also got 12 others out on orbit patrol. You can see them on the monitors now. And isn't it marvelous to be free from the old interference? <laughs> yes, I'll say it is. Are they the ships that took over the station, sir? Yes, with their deflectors working, they were alongside before the Unitists knew they were here. They disposed of the Unity guard ship, and the people on the station gave in like lambs. <laughs> they would. CSP Wolverine to Orbiter X. Urgent! Come in, CSP. The ground tracking stations have picked up U-5. It's traveling fast at an altitude of 1,000 miles. It's in your orbit, but it's moving in the opposite direction. What? It's heading straight towards you, What's sir. What's he doing? Range 950 miles. What's Kramer's game? Do you think he's going to ram us? It could be. Look, his ship's coming up on our central monitor now. Orbiter X calling CSP patrols. Are you receiving U-5 reports from Umara? All receiving, sir. Good. I'll leave our transmission key down so you can also hear us in station control. Captain Knight? Yes, sir. You may find yourself in action very soon. Check your armaments. I have, sir. Everything's in order. I'm watching my monitor screen. Good. Stand by. CSP to Orbiter X. U-5 is holding its course. Bearing ZN-54YK-5. Range 600 knots. Closing. Right, CSP. Orbiter 3 to Orbiter X. I now have U-5 in vision. I am ready to launch defensive missiles. Stand by for instructions. U-5 calling U-5. What the? Turn up the auxiliary sound monitor quickly. This is U-5 calling Orbiter X. Are you receiving me? That's Kramer's voice. May I answer him, Colonel Kent? Yes, go ahead. Hello, Kramer. What are you playing at? You must change course. So, Captain Britton... I'm delighted you're there. You're just what I hoped you might be. Exactly in my path. Crocky's gonna ram. He's mad. Kramer, if you're hoping to smash into us, I can tell you you'll never make it. We have missiles already lined up on you. It makes no difference. 
You may destroy us and our ship, but parts of the wreckage will continue along our present line of flight. They will reach you and tear your precious space station to pieces. I'll take over. All right, sir. Hello, Kramer. This is Colonel Kent. Ah, Colonel Kent. I'm sorry we have left it so late for our first meeting. Listen to me. Change your course and come alongside. Your position is hopeless. I shall keep to my course, Colonel Kent. The range is now 300 miles. Be almost with you. There's only one way to deal with this situation. Chris must launch missiles with proximity fuses. Yeah, that's the answer. If they explode close to the stern of U-5, they should turn the whole ship away from our orbit. Yeah, yeah. Colonel Kent, it happened to Hickey and me when we were trying to get back to the Earth in the moon probe. Yeah, that's right. It was Kramer himself who launched the missiles then. It exploded close to our jets and we turned about 45 degrees off course. Very well. Captain Knight, you heard that, did you? Yes, sir. I'm ready to fire. Range 200. Closing fast now. You may open fire in your own time. Right, sir. I'm launching the first missile... Now. There it goes. Hello, Kramer. We have launched our first missile, but you've one last chance to shear away. No, Colonel Kent. We may be unarmed, but we can still strike back. Unity will live on. One day we will... Well done. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, your first missile did the trick. It exploded right alongside Kramer's starboard jets. Yes, when I saw it turned him off course, I didn't worry about a second launching. BFP Wobbler to Orbiter X. U-5 now bearing ZN-40 TX-5. Looks like it's heading for the wide open spaces. Thank you, CSP. A flight to infinity, eh? Well, that looks like the end of Kramer and Gelbin. Rather grim justice, eh, Mac? Yeah, Bob, it is. Well, I think we could all do with a small restorative, gentlemen. Uh, That's a splendid idea, sir. Very good. It's a marvelous idea, sir. Not too small. Bob? Thank you very much, sir. (laughs) Mac? Thank you, sir. Hickey? Thank you, sir. uh, You, Chris? Oh, thank you, sir. Well, uh, boys, I'm not going to make a speech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do want to thank you for all that you've done. Without you, the situation would have been pretty grim for the whole world. And, uh, well, now I feel a toast is called for, and I think you'll agree with me, the man to propose it is Bob Britton. Yes, yeah, yeah. Come on, Bob. Come on, Bob. Come on, Bob. Well, thank you, Colonel Kent. You asked for a toast. Well, what shall it be? We now have the space station. And from here, we shall be sending ships first to the moon. Which is old ground for you. We know all about that. (laughs) I'll say we do. And then ships will go out to Mars and Venus. Well, who knows where. This is our starting point, and so let's drink to it. Gentlemen, the toast is Orbiter X. Orbiter X. That was the final episode of Orbiter X, an adventure in the conquest of space by B.D. Chapman. The serial was produced for the BBC by Charles Maxwell. (laughs) 